Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. All right, folks, here's your look at how markets are moving right now. And we've got some red on the screen. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 317 points, or about 0.8%, to close at 38,150. Pretty much its worst day since December. The S&P 500 dropped 1.6% to 4,846. And the Nasdaq Composite was the biggest loser, down 2.2% finishing at 15,164. It's worst session dating back to October. So as you can tell, pretty much technology was a bit of a drag and that came through as Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said that the central bank will likely not cut rates in much. So let's check in now with James McCann. He is the Deputy Chief Economist at Aberdeen. James, thanks for joining us on the show today. No problem. Good morning. Hey, great to have you on. So I need your help to figure out what the Fed's thinking here. So Jerome Powell is saying the central bank not comfortable enough to cut rates in March. What are your takeaways here? I think it's a degree of conservatism at the Fed around the inflation outlook. You could look at PC inflation and say, look, they've got the, the job done. The last six months that has been bang in line with, with Target. Now is the time to really start preparing the, the ground for easing I think the Fed just wants to see more evidence. I think it's concerned that maybe the goods dynamic where goods prices have been falling, that has been doing a lot of the work and, and that might not stick around, which, which perhaps leaves some concerns over services inflation. It's been concerned that there have been false storms in the past and it doesn't want to, to move too soon and see inflation come back and, 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 and reaccelerate. So I think it's just this really cautious stance around and the inflation outlook and wanting to really be sure it's got the job done. Yeah, James, some of our cautious outlook. Let's hear from Jerome Powell after his announcement in his press conference. I think we have a ways to go. Inflation is still, you know, core inflation is still well above target on a 12-month basis. 12 months is our, our target. Certainly, I'm encouraged and we're encouraged by the progress, but we're not declaring victory at all at this point. We think we have a ways to go. So, Fat Chair Jerome Powell there, talking about how it might be too early to call it a victory. So, is there a case here about how they might want to be more conservative, like you pointed out? Because back in 2021, they called it transitory. And this pretty much, well, as history tells us, wasn't the case. That's right. That's right. And even if we think back to, to this time last year, they thought they were making progress on inflation. And they got a whole bunch of revisions to the inflation data that made the picture look worse than they expected. So I think they're fearful that they don't want to do something too soon. They don't want to ease policy too soon and then have to reverse that. That could make inflation more likely to get entrenched. It could make it Mm. harder to eventually shake out. So I think they're just being extra careful here. So maybe trying to avoid making that mistake again. Now let's look at inflation. James, how much has changed in the past year? How much progress have you seen? And of course, considering the recent headlines, we've got layoffs from some of the companies, not just in tech, but other sectors as well. How much does that take the heat out of the economy when it comes to wage pressures? Yeah, I think the, the, the progress on inflation has been you know, really astonishing in, in many ways. And it's been the breadth of the improvements as well as the degree of the improvement. We've seen core goods, core services inflation, both moderate. They've been running from rates you know, well in excess of the Fed's target to effectively over the past six months, 2%. And it's true that that has come at, at some cost of, of slower growth, but really 
you know, against against expectations, that that shakeout, that degree of pain that's been needed to spot inflation has been much lower than we'd expected. Now, the unemployment rate is still very, very low. Payroll's growth is slow, but is is running at historically solid rates. So while there are, there are certainly pockets of the economy where those pressures are showing up, I think in general the economy has performed extraordinarily well through this period of, of slowing inflation and much better than we would have expected. Yeah, James, going into this meeting, there was a bit of a disconnect. Fed was calling for about three rate cuts and then you got the market going a bit more, five or six. And they were thinking maybe in March, now it seems like the Fed's pouring cold water on it. What's your sense? When do you think we will be able to get a rate cut at the earliest? I think May is most likely. I think the Fed is definitely preparing the ground for easing. I think it is clear today that March is maybe a little early unless you start to see signs of, of the economy rolling over a little bit more clearly. So I think May feels about right. They'll have three more inflation reports by that point. Presumably as well, some activity flowing will be coming through too from the very strong rates in, in late 2023. So I think that feels like a good starting point. You know, thereafter, we think they'll probably do more than three cuts this year. That's based on our view that the growth will slow and, and inflation will be relatively well behaved. But, but certainly there, there remains a big distance between the Fed and the market. I think that could cause some tensions over the next few weeks and months. Yeah, tensions perhaps to keep an eye on. And we also keep an eye on where yields are right now. If you look at the 10-year bond notes, they are now back under 4% in the latest session, down around 14 basis points. James, where do you see rates going for the rest of the year? Well, I think, I think in part that depends on, on this macro backdrop. Our concern is that you know, the, policy, the policy settings at the moment, even if they haven't hurt growth so much up to now, they'll be increasingly difficult to, to, to stomach for the economy. So we are still forecasting quite a sharp slowdown in growth. And I think that that could, that could help duration rally even further, you know, especially if that translates into a hard landing in the second half, then there's still some scope, I think, for duration to, to outperform. And that's because of a combination of, of weaker growth and inflation expectations, and perhaps even lower expectations on where the Fed funds rate will fall. All right. So a lot of focus in what might play out in the US. How about external factors like the situation in the Middle East, the Red Sea, and of course in China? Will all these factors, how much will they play a part in contributing to the inflationary outlook? I was surprised that the, the conflict in, in the Middle East and the Red Sea in particular, that got almost no mention today at the, at the press conference. And I think that's the, the type of factor that might make the Fed a little bit concerned or at least raise some risks around its inflation profile. You know, certainly we need to see that, that situation probably escalate to, to really create major inflation ripples in, in the US. But I think it's one the Fed, the Fed will be watching quite carefully. So it's still cognizant there are some risks on the horizon. With, with regard to China, the story is quite different, I suppose. China's inflation has been, has been weak, and in some ways you're seeing the benefit of that with U.S. imported inflation from China, you know, helping in the U.S., and, sorry, the, 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 the disinflation story mm. in the U.S. So I, I think that's the dynamic that's been a bit more favorable, but this is part of the Fed's caution. They're, they're looking at the global economy and the last few years and thinking, this has been hard to call. We don't want to act too fast. We want to get a bit more certainty. Uh, it looks like March, a rate cut less likely than before. We've been in conversation with James McCann. He is the Deputy Chief Economist at Aberdeen. James, thanks for the time and insights this morning. Thank you so much. All right, we'll catch up with you again. Stay Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. 
to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.